Hello, hello, hello. Bonjour, mes amis. Welcome to the Manic Candace podcast. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good night, wherever and whenever you're listening. Oh my God, let's get into it. I want to talk about sexual desirability. Are you that girl everyone wants to fuck? Or are you that girl that is invisible to like almost every guy? Are you the girl that guys only seem to want to have sex with? Or are you the girl that constantly gets cheated on? You know, which one are you? Sexual desirability is... We're going to unpack that tonight. We're going to talk about the specifics of being sexually desirable to straight men. And I want to tell you why that affects all women, whether they're bi, trans, straight, gay, non-binary, whatever. I, me personally, I feel like everything that I've been conditioned to do from age five to age 27 has been for the desire of straight men to attract them. I have to have an honest conversation with myself and, and, and dissect everything I do and ask myself, is the underlying purpose of this attracting a mate of the opposite sex? I am someone who has been subscribing to like the red pill, blue pill, alpha female, manosphere sector of YouTube. And they they preach on each side. They constantly, you know, the, the women say, this is what we want in men. And the men say, this is what we want in women. And they don't represent all men and women, but... Uh, There's this push that, like, men want women to be um, submissive, um, sexually desirable, um, nice, um, and um, Um, non-compatible, and um, there's basically a woman who's not going to talk back, basically, is basically what they want, and... um, I've noticed that as I continue to not have a relationship going into my late 20s, I'm starting to feel this panic of am I still sexually desirable and will that last forever? How how much of how much of everything that you do in your day to day? I'm talking about you wake up, you put your makeup on. Is it for yourself? When you put the filters on your selfies before you post them on Instagram, is it for yourself? When you buy clothes that are really short and 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 I know I sound 
like I'm being old school, like I'm being like a boomer. But I want to get you thinking, like, how many of the things that you do are for the purpose of looking attractive for the opposite sex? For me personally, it's the makeup, it's it's the filters, it's the social media presence, it's 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 all that. It's it's the it's 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 all that. And then I asked myself, okay, like, is it worth it? Because like seems like last year every guy wanted a big ass every guy wanted a girl with the bbl and like these days lil dirk the rapper went on fucking youtube and was like every girl got a bbl it's all played out and so like the male male sexual desire like desire from males it comes and goes depending on what's hot and what's not. And, like, so what are we doing all this shit for? What are we losing weight for? What are we um, on birth control for? You know, what, what are we acting feminine for? I don't know about you, but like, I can't be feminine 24-7. I'm sorry. There are parts of me that are hood as fuck. I'm sorry. I grew up on 83rd and Lower Buckeye. There are some things about me that will never change. And they may not be feminine. And that is, that's okay. I, I, I accept that. There are things about me that aren't feminine that I like. That make me me. And for me to downplay that. What, to get a guy to call me his girlfriend? I'm at the point in my life where I value myself more than being with someone. Because the reality is, the reality is, is that men have these sexual desires and they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want with it. And then at the same time, while they live out their sexual desires, they want to point fingers at us and say, oh, you can't, you can't sleep. You, you're undesirable if you have, uh, if you slept with more than a certain amount of men. Uh, you know what? Uh, y- your, your career and your education means nothing to me, blah, 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 blah. I, I, and it's like we play ourselves as women, right? We, like me personally, I have to question why I'm losing weight. I have to question why I'm about to ask my mom for a BBL. I have to question why I want to dress sexy and put it online. Whose attention am I trying to get? I'm embarrassed because I here I am doing all these things and and I... I this whole time I've been telling myself, like, you know, you're doing this for you. You're doing this because you like it, because 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 you're pretty, because because you feel better, because it because it makes you because you look nice and all these. And that may be true, but I feel like subconsciously, I feel like subconsciously there's a part of me that is going, oh, shit, you're 27 and you're not in a relationship. You have no kids and you have and and like. That part of me is very much based in my ego. 
and it's going it's it's starting to compare my situation to other people and that's unhealthy that's very unhealthy When you change your appearance, whether it's for the attraction of or the attention from men or not, when you change your appearance, like let's take the example of me losing weight. Um, When I lost weight in high school, before I lost the weight, give you an example, I had the biggest crush on this guy, Liam Xavier, and he kept me in the damn friend zone because I was fat. And he may not admit that, but as soon as that fat came off, guess who was at his house at night? Guess whose tongue was down his throat? Guess who was on top of me? Guess who dumped me the day before Valentine's Day? Right, but none of that would have happened if I didn't lose that weight. You know, I don't want to downplay my cousin, but like I, I'm, 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 I'm Native American, right? Not Native American women have flat asses. My cousin got a BBL. She was a baby mama a year later. Like, oh, like she got it. She got knocked up by a formal NFL player. I'm not going to say which NFL player, but she got knocked up by an NFL player. After getting that BBL. So it's like. What sucks is that women are getting this message that you are 50 pounds away from living a happy life. You are one surgery away from getting that husband and getting that family and, and getting that ring and, and that house and that car and, and all that. And that is just a lie. That is like, because you may get those things, you may get those things, you may get the child, you may get the ring, you may get the bag. But knowing what I know about men and their and their gaze and their wandering eye is that it's never enough. It is never enough. There's always going to be a younger woman, a, a more naive woman, a, a woman who's closer to her virginity. Like, there's always going to be a nuance, something new out there that's going to make a man hard. And he, like, it's so unfortunate that men are controlled by their fucking penis. You have none of these men talking about self-control, talking about control of their own sexual desires. You got none of these alpha men talking about how dangerous that can be if they don't control that. How damaging to families it could be. A lot of like alpha male podcasts and YouTubers, they always like to say, oh, well, 80% of the women are the ones to initiate divorce because they're not happy because they think the grass is greener. Well, what about the husband's wandering eye? We don't talk about that. None of them want to talk about that. The husband turns 54 and feels like he's not a man anymore. He meets a 23-year-old who don't know shit about money, finances, marriage, nothing. And 
looks at her, starts looking at porn. Like a lot of these men ruin everything in their lives because of their fucking eyes. And I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't come on here and say while on this subject that being the center of sexual desire from a man that you find attractive, especially if other women find them attractive, it's intoxicating. If you have never felt that feeling of being desired by by a man in a sexual way. And I want to go beyond that. It's 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 one thing for someone to have a crush on you. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like you walk in a room and you know you're you're like you're that girl. Like all heads turn and and it's almost like you're not, people don't see you for you. People see you for your beauty and for your body and what it can do for them and what pleasure they can get out of being associated with you or being inside of you. When I lost the weight in high school and I began to have these guys' attention by the balls. I was like, wow, I never knew how much power I had inside me had I, had I just lost the weight. I mean, my, oh, God. There is this guy named Talbo. I don't know if you guys remember him. I don't know if anyone from my high school is listening, but there there is this guy named Talbo. And if you went to high school with me, remember when I went from like 186 pounds to like 123 pounds over like in like six months? Remember that? Remember that? We, remember that was like the elephant in the room, no pun intended. But this guy named Talbo, that was his nickname. I don't know his real name. He went up to Alexis, Alexis G. And said, hey, your homegirl Candace, I want to fuck. Can you, can you set that up? So she comes to me, a virgin, and was like, hey, you know Talbo? He wants to know if you want to fuck because he wants to fuck. And like I was like, uh, this never happened to me before. And like the only different thing I did was drop 60 pounds. That was the only thing I did. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, my crush wants me to come over and drink alcohol with him at all hours of the night on a school night. Talbo, a football player, basketball player, a senior athlete wants to fuck me. I don't know who the fuck he is. Um, what else happened? Ryan's like, oh, do you want do you want to take my virginity? Like it was it was weird losing the weight and becoming an object of sexual desire overnight. It was weird. It was weird and it was disingenuous as fuck. I remember the first guy 
to ever step out on his relationship with me. And I hate that I have to say, like, oh, I remember the first guy that did it. Like, his name was Ariel. Some of you are laughing right now, but Ariel, bro, bro, I heard you were married. I heard you got married to Blanca. I heard you have a house. Hey, y'all, if your name is Ariel and Blanca and you're married and you went to Sierra Linda High School and you know me, chances are I'm talking about y'all. So gather around. I, I always wanted to be skinny. I always wanted to be pretty and it wasn't for guys to like me. It was because I wanted other bitches to want to look like me. That was it for me. That was enough for me. If I knew that you were jealous of me because of the way I looked, oh, 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 that would do more for me than having any guy tell me I was pretty. That, that, that would have done more for me than, any, than all the guys telling me I was beautiful. If, if my worst enemy, a female, came up to me and said, I'm so jealous of your skin and your smile and your lips and your hair and just everything, I would die happy. Bitch, bye. I'm just being honest. So, um... I'm in class, right? I'm in class. I'm I'm in high school and I I'm in a new body. I have a new identity. You know, I'm smiling, I'm perked up. You know, I'm I'm wearing size 4 Hollister shorts. Where are all my big girls? Okay, raise your hand if you're a big girl. You know those fucking Hollister shorts that you thought you would never ever be able to fit in. Oh, I fit in those Hollister shorts, and I was very, very proud. I was so proud to fit in those Hollister shorts. I am telling you, like, I fucking, I, oh, oh, I was that skinny. Anyway, I was sitting there in class with my Hollister shorts and my MAC red lipstick Ruby Woo. If you're that girl, you know what Ruby Woo is. We all have it. I have it. We all have Ruby Woo. So Ariel just is captivated by my red lipstick. He can't stop staring at me. Every time I feel like someone's staring at me, I look over his way and he's looking at me. And then it carries on into the hallway. And like, mind you, I don't know this guy. Yeah, we've been in the same class. But up until... The previous day or the previous week, he didn't notice me because I had 60 pounds of fat on me. So all of a sudden, he's like waving and winking and um, whistling and um, like throwing things in my direction, acting like he didn't throw it to get me to look his direction. Like It was just very immature. But it was like, huh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I don't even have to do a thing. I don't have to do shit. 
And it's like, hey, Candace, look at me. Hey, 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 look at me. You want to suck my dick? Want to touch my dick? Want to fuck me? Like, that's what that's what it was. Um, so this whole time, he has a girlfriend named Blanca. And not only is he, is she the girlfriend, she's like, the girlfriend. I mean, they've been dating since middle school. Unbeknownst to me, unbeknownst to me. Um, so it's like a week goes on and, and I'm like enjoying this attention. I'm enjoying it. I'm like, oh, wow. Like I've never, this never happened to me before. Like I was just like innocently along for the ride. And then he came over to my house and he was trying to like get me to listen to drake's music and i wasn't into drake and um he made a mistake by bringing ryan around me i guess he was bragging to ryan like oh yeah i'm talking to candace blah 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 and i have a girlfriend named blanca blah 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 and like i think ryan came in and was just like what are you doing you have a girlfriend let me handle this and he handled he handled it um and we all know what happened after that but it's just like i got my first boyfriend after i lost the weight okay let's let's talk about this so um i'm just realizing shit so it's like Any guy in my in my in my whole life experience, any guy that I thought that was out of my league, not true. All I had to do was get insanely skinny and like he would come flocking. He would come flocking. And and like all of this like be yourself, body positivity, um, um love yourself at every side, bullshit. Bullshit. Cause at the end of the day. No one is openly like, yeah, that's my wife and it's some plus size girl. No, like no one is openly doing that. No, nobody. And, and if it if it does, it's, a, it's very few and far in between. And that's unfortunate. But I mean, I, it's just the reality. It's the reality that I, I have to live in. I have to conform to. Because it's like, apparently, just to get any type of treatment from men that is nice, you have to look a certain way. You have to be a certain way. And in order to even get a guy that, like, you like very much, in order for you to even be a possibility, are your, do you have tits? Do you have face? Do you have ass? What's your body count? Do you have ass? How old are you? It's like, what? It's like, nigga, does your dick work? Jesus. Like, oh my God. When I lost that weight, I um, got my first boyfriend. And uh, I thought this guy was way out of my league. He was older than me. He was my manager. He was... At the time, I thought he was cool. I thought he was, like, the the coolest dude. And, like, now I'm just like, he was a 
fucking 23-year-old loser. He's a fucking 23-year-old cum bucket. Like, I, I, could, I could not, I couldn't fuck him with a 10-foot strap on these days. I could not, could, couldn't do it. Could not do it. I'd rather fuck his trans sister. That's where I'm at. You know what's funny is that as soon as I started to put the weight back on, it was like no guy wanted to publicly claim that they were messing with me. Does that make sense? No guy was like, yeah, like, I'm into her. I mean, like, objectively, why wouldn't you say that? Like, I was, a, I was, I was, I was, like, an underground, up-and-coming local artist. You know, I was, like, mingling here and there, making connections, big connections. And, like, you know, if I was a guy, I'd be, I'd be proud. I'd be like, yeah, that's who I'm talking to. But, like, no, I think it's because I had rolls. I had a stomach. I mean, like, I feel like a pretty face and a personality in today's superficial society only goes so far. And I'm not complaining to try to change that. I mean, it is what it is. I'm either going to get with it or get lost. But I I just... I'm just expressing the angst and, and the anger of being invisible to being visible to being invisible again. When the only thing that's, that dictates your visibility is something so trivial as your fucking stomach. I haven't been too forthcoming with my current journey because I don't want to jinx it, but I have been losing a lot of weight pretty fast. In the last month and a half, I'd say the last like 45 days, I've lost like 25 pounds. And I just want to keep going because, like, every time I try to celebrate, I get comfortable. And I'm like, oh, this is a, this, I, I get complacent and I get comfortable. And I tell myself that being a size 12 or a size 10 is what I want. And I'm not speaking for every woman. Look, I want to be skinny, okay? I don't want to be anorexic skinny, but I want to be damn near close, okay? I want to be questionable. Why? Because I find myself the most attractive at that at that size range, but that's just me. I'm preparing myself to not be invisible anymore. I don't think I'm invisible. 
I think that I exude a lot of uh, self... Not a lot, but I feel like I exude a certain amount of self-confidence that... um, garners more respect and I, and even though I still have my roles and my fupa you know I feel like I feel like my the way I carry myself with with my confidence I feel like it, it offsets that undesirability just just a tad bit not enough but just a tad bit I feel like once I hit the 40 pound weight loss, I'm going to start seeing DMs from guys that I never thought I would hear from again. Keyword again. I feel like I might get treated better at work. I feel like I'm going to get more followers. I feel like I am. And this is like, this is a crazy thing. It's like the more like sexually desirable you are, the more the world opens up to you. But as soon as you gain that weight as soon as you have that baby as soon as you get old as soon as you have gray hair as soon as your titty starts sagging you get stretch marks it's like once you become unfuckable you're discarded and that sends a message to women like oh i'm only i'm only valuable when i can make you come when i can make you hard And men wonder why there are a bunch of angry feminists, a bunch of women that say, I fucking hate men. Because we're objectified every single day, every single day, all day. Men wake up. They go on their For You page. It's, It's women in the gym with nothing on doing squats in front of the camera. It's I Spice twerking. It's, and then they go on their safari and it's fucking nxxx.com. It's fucking redporn.com, uporn.com, pornhub.com. Just ni- and anything they want to see, anything they want to see that they can see white women doing it, black women doing it, Asian women doing it. And they go out into the world. With all that sex in their head, fresh in their mind, how are they supposed to look at their female coworkers and really respect them, and and treat them with respect, and and try to and try not to see them as objects? How, you know what I mean? And it, and and like you really see this when a man gets a daughter, and when that daughter starts dating. Oh, you really see it. Because ain't no, ain't no way a man's going to let his little girl date a grown-ass man. Just like how he was doing to other little girls when he was younger. It's funny, the double standard. Because these men know what the fuck they're doing. With their standards. And what I can't stand is that some men 
make it their job to put women against each other, especially like women of other races, based on their sexual desirability. It's just, it's not fair. It's not fair. And, um, no, and no one is, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like women need to start getting a little more mean in these red pill, blue pill, manosphere alpha women podcast and just be real with the men it's like outside of sex it's like you guys have nothing to live for and that's kind of sad can you really form genuine relationships with the opposite sex if all you do is think about fucking them and coming and fucking and coming and fucking and coming and fucking and coming and fucking and coming and coming and fucking and coming and fucking. All these men think about is fucking coming and coming from fucking. It just never ends. It never fucking ends. And if you're not fuckable to these men, then you are no use in their eyes. Here's what I say to that. Do you need a pill to get up to stay hard? I feel like women need to get mean. I feel like we need to we need to start hurting feelings. See, like we've been holding back as as a group, as a species. We could really hurt some feelings. We could really we could really hurt men's feelings. I don't think they understand how bad we can get. But keep pushing us. Keep keep telling us that we're not good enough. Keep telling us that we're not desirable past the age of 25. Keep telling us that we're fat and and ugly and and old. And bitter and masculine. Keep telling us that. Keep telling us that. Because we're going to turn around and fucking put your male pattern baldness all over your face. Your fucking uh, erectile dysfunction all over your face. All of it. All of it. All of it. And what gets me is like there are some men like weaponizing a passport against women like oh look if you don't clean up your act we're gonna go to another country and get those women bye 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 goodbye you know what ladies if you if you can't get the guy fuck him Fuck him. Just fuck him. He ain't worth shit anyway. Why would you want someone that switches up the instant you lose weight? The instant you get a BBL. The instant you get your lips done. The instant you fucking bleach your hair. Why would you want someone that like never saw you as anything? And then all of a sudden, just because you can make them come... They want to they wanna all of a sudden be subscribed to you? Uh-uh, miss me with that shit. Miss me with that shit. Being sexually desired is not flattery. It shouldn't be taken as such. Take it with a grain of salt. If someone sees you and they want to fuck, take it with a grain of salt. Okay.
This is Candace with the Manic Candace podcast. It is fucking trash Tuesday, titty Tuesday, taco Tuesday. For everyone overseas, it is hump day. That's what we say over here. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about this whole we thing, but like, I, 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 that was my first time saying hump day. Sometimes I cannot take this place. Sometimes it's my life. I get that. This song is uh, it's called Freak on a Leash by Korn. If I, if you didn't know that, like, why are you listening? Something takes a part of me. Just know that if that guy doesn't want to, f- doesn't think you're hot, I think you're hot. I think you're hot in a respectful manner. And I respect you, girl. Anyway, if I don't get going with this episode, I'm going to be late to my 9 to 5. Hopefully this time next year, I ain't going to that bitch no more. Because I'm going to be going in the podcast studio. And selling merch. And, and getting getting YouTube super chats. Okay, I've said enough. I've said enough. Fuck being sexually desirable to men. Fuck it. Fuck it. Free yourself from the bondage of being attractive to the opposite sex. Like, free yourself. Free yourself. Free yourself. Okay, gotta go. Bye.